You are listening to the IMN podcast produced by the Boise Nampa Institute of Religion. We've asked members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to share how their lives have been blessed by living the gospel of Jesus Christ. To the Savior's request, come follow me, they have all responded, I am in. Aaron Furman grew up in Sandpoint, Idaho. He attended Boise State University for one year before serving a two-year church mission in Padova, Italy. After his mission, he returned to Boise State and earned a degree in history and secondary education. During his college years, Aaron taught seminary for four years. Upon graduation, he started his own company, Guardian Financial, which he spent 18 years building and recently sold to a public company out of Seattle. Aaron has held many church callings, most of which have involved working with the Young Men's Organization and the Scouting Program. He currently serves as a high counselor in the Victory Idaho Stake. Aaron spends his free time fishing, camping, enjoying the outdoors as much as possible with his family. He has been married to his wife, Carol, for 22 years, and together they have five children. So, um, it's really awesome to be here. Um, When Michelle was looking for the speaker for today, um, at first she was thinking, you know, I, I just really need to find the most spiritual, um, in tune person that I can find to help um, these people, and that person turned her down. Um, so then she went out and said, I, I got to find like the smartest person that I can find who can really, you know, rock them with their intellect. And, and they turned her down too, said no. So then she came to me and was desperate at this point, um, was really <clears throat> begging for me to come. And uh, I, I just I felt bad, you know, turning her down three times. So. <laughs> Um, here I am. So I, uh, like you said, I, I went to Boise State um, right out of high school. I remember loading up me and my best friend, Steve Garner. Um, he had a, a two-door 1980s VW Rabbit, uh, went like 50 miles an hour if it was going downhill. And we put every possession that we had in the back seat. We had two kayaks on top. We wrote Boise State or Bust on the back window, and we were just so excited to come down to college. Um, And I spent a ton of time at the Institute. Um, I I lived with my grandma, and so in between classes, I would come here, and I I got, you know, I I felt like I grew a lot in foosball. I played foosball a bunch, and I, I... professional level almost. And I, I got really good at it, played a lot, had a lot of fun here. And I just realized when I walked in here, it's been 20 something years since I've, I've been here. Um, I met my wife in this room was the first time I saw my wife was right here. Mm-hmm. I had just moved into, I was moved into the fifth ward. I'd been in the second ward for a long time, the student ward. I was really old or I felt like I was really old at 24. Um, I'd dated a few people, but, but nothing ever serious. And uh, I remember my, my roommate had a crush on this, this girl, not, not my wife, but her roommate. And I was sitting in the back in this room and the girl that my roommate had a crush 
on came in and sat down somewhere right up here in the front. And then her roommate came in and I was like, Royce, who's that? And he's like, oh, that's, that's her roommate, Jennifer's roommate, you know, the girl he had a crush on. It's her roommate. I was like, oh, she's pretty cute. Um, and uh, <clears throat> I, she was already graduated working at Deloitte and Touche as an accountant. And uh, so she didn't come to a lot of the activities. That was I, the first time I saw her was sometime like in November. In December, I decided um, to hold a Pride and Prejudice night at my place. Now, everybody know what Pride and Prejudice is? Okay, it worked. I got, <laughs> I got a bunch of people over to my house. Um, we had like 20 people at my place. We watched Pride and Prejudice. That was the first time I'd ever um, talked with her, uh, with Carol. And um, I asked her out after that Pride and Prejudice night. And I, I was teaching seminary. And there was one of my kids was a, on the basketball team. So I took her to a Centennial High versus Bora or Boise High basketball game at the Boise um, gym. And, and that night, we went back to my place and we just started talking. And we talked and we talked and we talked. And it was like 2 in the morning and it was 3 in the morning. And we were talking and we got engaged that night. Um, so I, we got engaged on our very, very first date. Um, it was, and, and we knew. We absolutely knew that it was right. Um, we prayed about it that night. Um, and we've been married for 22 years, and it's been absolutely wonderful. Um, would not have changed a thing. So I would, what? <laughs> That's right. I was in sales and have always been in sales. And I know when you got to close the deal, right? You don't wait for that B-back bus to come. Um, I sold timeshare, actually, um, also while I was in college. And uh, I was good at sales. And so I, Carol and I got engaged that very first date. We got married. Um, that, was, that was in uh, the end of December. We got married in, in May. So it'll be 23 years this May. Um, I would not counsel any of you to get engaged on your first date, but it worked very well for us. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the lessons that I've a lot of the, the way I live my life, the way I raise my kids, the way I um, am, live in my marriage, uh, the way I treat people, a lot of that has came from what I learned during that time after high school here at the Institute, during my mission and finishing college before I got married. Like that really laid the foundation of, of who I am. Um, I learned some super important lessons. I, I want to share a few stories with you guys. Uh, I, I was in the city of Padova, and I want to tell you about Freddie. Um, Freddie grew up in Peru. Um, his dad, is that where you went? That's awesome. Um, his dad was Italian and immigrated to, migrated to Peru. Um, Freddie was born there. His name's Federico. And his dad was stake president. He, Freddie was the youngest of eight kids. All of his older brothers and sisters were super active. Most of them returned missionaries. Some of his older brothers were bishops. Like this was, this was that family, right? And Freddie was the youngest one, and he did not like the church. Just kind of was bucking the system. Um, graduated from high school, never went back to church, you know, while he was living with his parents. He got married. They moved back to Italy just to be away from the family and away from that, that environment. Didn't want anything to do with the church. So they moved to Italy, and um, he loved it. Loved being away from all that. No guilt. He could do whatever he wanted. 
Um, and, and, and at first it, he thought it was great, started drinking, doing the, going down that road, right? So got bad enough, he got fired from his job. Um, one night um, he came home kind of drunk, his wife kicked him out. And it was late at night, so he got in the car, drove what he shouldn't have done, went to the bar, said he was walking into the bar and he's like, I can't do it. You know, I'm, I'm ruining my life. And he was just miserable. So he started just walking around. This was in the city of Verona. Um, any, anybody know what Verona's famous for? Shakespeare? Anybody? Romeo and Juliet took place in the fair city of Verona. Um, beautiful city. It's got a Right downtown, there's a Colosseum. If you think of the Roman Colosseum, that's all kind of torn down and fallen apart. Verona has one that's completely intact and almost the same size, and it's just beautiful. It's right, right in their centro. There's a beautiful park around it. Freddie was walking around that night. Um, it was about three in the morning um, at this point, and he was at rock bottom. He'd never felt so depressed. He'd sobered up a little bit. He was just miserable, realized, you know, I, I've been kicked out of my home. My kid, he's had three kids at home, um, just at the bottom of the barrel. He was getting tired, um, three o'clock in the morning. He decides he's gonna go just sit on a bench. He, he was down by that Coliseum in the park. And there's, there's a, in the park, there's a fountain. And around that fountain, there's four benches, one on each side of the, the fountain. So he decides he's gonna go sit on a bench. He gets there and there's some homeless guys laying on the bench. Each bench is taken. One of the, the benches had a little room on the end, so he decides he's just going to go sit down there. And as he sits down, he, he jostles this, this homeless guy. And uh, <clears throat> the guy sits up, and Frederick looks over at him, and his eyes get big, and he says, Elder, what are you doing here? <laughs> I, he, he jostled me awake at that point, and I looked over at him, and um, he asked me, Anziano, ma che, che cavolo fai? Asked me what I'm doing there. About a month earlier, I had, and my companion had heard that in this big Colosseum in Verona, they do operas. And they, they, it's, they're just huge productions and they're amazing. And so we had, it, it wasn't on a P day, it was way outside our city, about an hour and a half train ride. Um, to, from Padova to Verona, but we decided to ask our president if he would let us do it. And we, we came prepared with our whole pitch. We said we had our train schedules. Um, we know it's not P-Day. The Italian culture is really beautiful and we feel like it would help us get closer to our Italian brothers and sisters. We, had our, we did our sales pitch and he, he gave us permission to do it, which was kind of shocking because he's a real straight arrow type of guy. Um, so the day of the opera came, um, we get to Verona, we go to the Colosseum, and there's problems with the, the audio. Um, something broke down, they start like 45 minutes late. The, the last train out of the night was like at 11.30. We had about, the, the, the opera was supposed to get done at 11, so we knew we had plenty of time, but now they started 45 minutes late. So we're like, okay, we're just gonna bust out of there as soon as it's done, we're gonna run down and we're gonna make it. When we, when we did, we got to the train station, the train was gone. It's now 11.30 at night, it's 25 years ago, no cell phones, there's no way we're calling President Dibble to tell him that we're stuck at a train station in the middle of the night. So because we're bonehead teenagers, we like, well, let's just go back to that park and we'll sleep on park benches. Um, so we did, and, and Freddie bumped into me at three in the morning 
and uh, and we spent the rest of the night talking. And um, from three until the sun came up, um, we we talked about the gospel. We talked about Jesus Christ. We talked about how he's loved, and and he told me his whole life story. And and I tell you, when that sun came up, he was a different man. Um, I I got back on the train, went back to Padova, and the next transfer, I got called to Verona. Now, I did not tell President Dibble what we had done. There was no way he was going to know that we spent the night on a park bench. Um, So I got called back to Verona, and I came back, and that first Sunday, guess who was there? It was Freddie and and his wife and his three kids, and I got to spend the next six months um, working with Freddie and his family. And as I, you know, on the mission, you have a lot of cool experiences, and I wrote it in my journal, and I chalked it up to a cool mission experience. And afterwards, a couple years later, I was reading through it, and I was like, you know what, that's, that, that's unbelievable. I, I, I calculated that, that piazza there, um, that park there, where the, that Colosseum was built, it's about 780,000 days old. And I, I wonder, out of those 780,000 days, how many nights at three in the morning, do you think that there would be three or four missionaries who are worthy and start every day with a prayer to find that person who's looking for Christ? How many, how many nights do you think that there would be those guys sitting on a bench at three in the morning? And I would be willing to bet that there was only one. And that was the night when Freddie needed it most. Um, and it was such a testimony to me and, and taught me how much Heavenly Father loves each one of us. And, and we're special to him. And, I, and, and that's that, that pure truth, um, pure doctrine, pure revelation. I, I know that, that he loves us. And, and until you know that and have that in your foundation, it's really tough to go forward. And when the really hard times come during your life, um, if you don't have that to lean on, it, it's gonna be a lot harder. Um, and I've been so grateful for those experiences. So, um, <laughs> Anyway, I got, I got off my mission. Um, I was 24 years old when I met my wife here. Got married, after, got <clears throat> engaged after the first date, and uh, the rest is history. Um, we've had five, five kids. Um, we had five kids in seven years, which is a lot in that short amount of time. It was kind of a crazy, crazy time. Um, but now they're ages 10 to 17. And, uh, and I'm starting to see my oldest go through the stuff that I was going through. He's, he's taking his ACTs and he's sending in college applications here pretty quick. And, and he's about to go through that. And I, I hope and pray that he can gain these same experiences that I gained while I was here. Because um, it's, it's helped me through my whole life. Um, you know, one of the things that we were asked to talk about was kind of how how the gospel of Jesus Christ has helped us in personal, which I I, I hope I've shared that in professional. Um, I I I don't know that it has in, and I that sounds kind of funny to say in my professional life, um, but it I, I, that's dumb to say. I know it has, but but I've my my business. I just feel I have a hard time saying that. Um, I've been blessed to have the business success that I've had because I know a lot of people who are way more worthy and way more righteous than me who haven't had it. So for me to say that Heavenly Father has, has blessed me with this is really is hard for me to comprehend because I don't know why I would um, deserve it. I've had a great um, career. When I 
<clears throat> I was teaching seminary and I had fully planned on teaching high school and, and, and teaching seminary was my goal. Um, I, I taught for four years during college and went up for hire and the, there was an opening in Declo, Idaho. And at that point, my wife was working here in Boise. Has anybody been to Declo? There's no reason to go. Um, I hope, you, are you from Declo? No, I have family from Okay, good. Um, I, I had no desire to go to Declo, Idaho. Um, my wife had a job here, so I decided I was gonna take the LSATs and go to law school. And as I was waiting for my LSAT results, um, a friend of mine said, hey, I'm, I'm starting this business. Do you want to do it with me? And uh, I was like, sure. And there was nothing monumental. There was nothing. I was planning on going to law school. There was no revelation that I felt like. I was like, yeah, what the heck? Let's start a business. And 22, 22 years later, um, we're, we're, you know, I, it was a great business. I, was, I sold it to a company in Seattle. Uh, we do credit card processing nothing exciting about it. Um, don't feel like I changed lives because of my professional life, but it's, it has allowed me to do a lot of other stuff, and I'm hoping it allows me now to start serving a mission somewhere, and, and, and maybe that was the point, but um, super grateful for, for the opportunities I've had there. So anyway, um, I guess what it comes down to, guys, is, is there's, there's three things that I've learned that I've built my foundation on. That Heavenly Father loves me, that Heavenly Father loves you, and that He loves us enough that He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to fix everything else that we've done wrong and make up the difference. And I, I have that testimony and that foundation, and I'm super grateful for it. And uh, I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.